1: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
0: It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: Yes, new Oxidol is white. And it washes clothes whiter than ever before. The cleanest wash you can get from any soap in the world. Oxidol's own Ma Perkins.
0: You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: Now Oxidol washes clothes whiter than ever before. Gives you the whitest wash in Oxidol history. Because today there's a new white Oxidol. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. You'll want to try it. Notice how white this new Oxidol is as you open the package. But more important, see how white it gets your wash.
0: You're right. It's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: Right. New Oxidol white. The whitest Oxidol wash ever. The cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. New white Oxidol washes every towel and sheet you own. A new snowy white. A dazzling whiter white. And no matter where you hang your clothes to dry, even in a dark basement, you'll still get the whitest Oxidol wash you ever had. And that whiteness will be there week after week for the life of your clothes, just as long as you use new white Oxidol. And all those washable colors are a joy to behold, too, because new white Oxidol is truly safe. Everything from your little girl's school dresses to your nice flowered tablecloths come out looking fresh and sparkling bright. Now, your dealer has new white Oxidol now, so get some. And next wash day, be right. Get clothes white with the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. New White Oxidol, the whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. And now for Ma Perkins. Well, it starts getting dark pretty early these evenings. Here it is just going on 5.30, and already the shadows are long and heavy. Of course, it's just naturally been a depressing day, starting this morning when Evie excitedly reported that a stranger had fallen to his death last night from Ann Morrison's suite over at the Rushville Center House. And there have been so many cross-currents ever since. Joseph's attitude, for instance. Refusing to say where he was last night when the tragedy occurred. And Mr. Sinclair insisting that he was with Miss Morrison at the time. And if there's any blame for the man's violent death, it should be his. And finally, of course, there was Banker Pendleton's attitude. But more about that in just a minute. Well... Ma and Shuffle are on their way home now from the lumberyard, and, well, listen.
3: Yes, Shuffle. Yes, like you say, there's much that's mysterious in the season. But more than that, people are mysterious.
4: No. Well, that's what makes life interesting, I reckon, Ma. Never knowing what folks are brewing up in their minds and what twist or turn they're going to take next.
3: Mm. It's another thing that I'm thinking about, and folks, no twisting or turning about it, but. I just say, this is what I'm going to do. No thought about, is it going to hurt somebody? Why am I doing this? Is it right that I do it? That's the real mystery of people, Shuffle, the cruelty of it. How living in God's light and image, they can... can feel anger and, and malice to their fellow men. And want to do him harm.
4: You're thinking of... Yeah, you know, his name begins with 6% and ends up with Augustus Pendleton, don't it, Ma?
3: Land. Land, Shuffle, I went to that special meeting over at Jim Tookie's office this afternoon. They were questioning Mr. Sinclair. Mm. All about last night, of course, that poor man being killed down the Rushville Center House. Yeah. Why, it was frightening. Shuffle frightening, the questions they put to Mr. Sinclair.
4: Well, who asked the questions, Ma?
3: Jim Tookie. Oh. After all, he is the constable. He's the law. He had a whole list of questions, all written down. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, but Mo, he told his story last night, didn't he? Told how it all happened. I mean, Mr. Sinclair. What they trying to do, get him to change his story?
3: That's just what it appeared like, Shuffle.
4: Sweet Jerusalem.
3: I, I don't think it was all Jim's doing. Banker Pendleton was sitting there, right behind Jim.
4: Yeah, I might have known that.
3: He'd lean over every so often to whisper to Jim. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah certainly given Mr. Sinclair a fine impression of our town and how we do things. Oh, Shuffle.
3: Mr. Sinclair never once lost his temper or raised his voice. He just sat there and answered the questions. Anything and everything they wanted to know.
5: Now, uh, Mr. Sinclair, I got another question here for you.
2: I, um, what's that, Augustus? Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Uh, Constable, don't you think it might expedite matters if you were to have Mr. Pendleton read the questions? Since he obviously is better acquainted with your handwriting. Now, now,
5: Mr. Sinclair, let's not be funny. This is a perfectly regular investigation. I was only trying to be
2: helpful, Constable. Forgive me.
5: Well, now, you said that this man came busting into Miss Morrison's room last night. Uh, you were, uh,
2: <clears throat> together.
5: Came in carrying a gun.
2: This gun here? Yes, that could be the one.
5: You tussled around, and then he fell, went out the window. What's that, Mr. Oh, yes, Sinclair? Mr. Sinclair, you're a writer, not a prize fighter. Kind of heroic, wasn't it, going after a, an armed man? You don't carry a gun yourself,
2: do you? No, no, Constable, I don't. I don't think my actions were heroic. After all, I had not only myself to think about, but Miss Morrison. If I could overpower the man and take his gun away, it would certainly have been more comfortable for all concerned. Unfortunately, he saw me coming at him. He took a quick step backwards. Mm -hmm. He tripped and fell right back through the window.
5: Now, you said that you'd never seen this fella before?
2: That's right. Miss
5: Morrison neither?
2: Well, she's sitting right there. Ask her. Although she told you last night that she'd never seen him before.
5: Here's a fella. Comes in off the train. We know he came in on the westbound because Fred Sweeney over at the depot saw him get off. Well, he comes in, goes over to the hotel, and gets himself a room. And nobody sees hiding a hair of him again until he shows up in your... <sighs> Miss Morrison's room late that night, waving a gun. Now, it had certainly seemed to me this stranger must have come here for the express purpose of seeing Miss Morrison,
2: wouldn't you think? Yes, I would call that a fair assumption.
5: <sighs> would it come as a surprise to you, Mr. Sinclair, to know that the stranger asked Julius, the clerk over to the hotel, where he could find Miss
2: Morrison? What room? Well, now, constable, I can't say that such information would surprise me. But let's assume that this man, whoever he was, had come here for the very express purpose of seeing Miss Morrison. Uh, What? Uh, mm -hmm. Go on, Mr. Sinclair. Well, I don't want to interrupt your coach, Mr. Pendleton.
5: Uh, Go on with what you're starting
2: to say. Well, I just wanted to point out that if the purpose of all your questioning is to establish that this poor man who was killed last night came here just to find Miss Morrison, well, all right, go ahead and make that assumption. Let's assume it and forget about it. Mm. That still doesn't mean that either Miss Morrison or myself had to know him or be acquainted with him. If you're trying to find a motive for this man coming here to find her, may I point out that Miss Morrison is a celebrity. She's internationally famous. Mm. She's known to have made a great deal of money from her books and magazines a professional hold-up man, she'd be an ideal victim here in a small community away from metropolitan police protection. Uh, As I remember it, you yourself told me, Constable, that you'd found a copy of the magazine with the first installment of our story on Rushville Center well, among he... this man's possessions. Well, now, Mr. Sinclair,
5: just a minute, Augustus, I got a question of my own.
2: Mr. Sinclair, you talk about a uh, hold-up man. Well, I'm assuming that was his calling in life. At least that was his announced intention to hold up, Miss Morrison.
5: Uh, Yes. Now, uh, do you think a fellow like that would think it worth his while to come all the way from Pittsburgh? After all, it costs money, you know, for a railroad ticket just to come here to hold up
2: one woman. He must have known that she don't carry all her money with her. I'm not qualified to answer that, Constable. Uh, I do know there are card shops who find it worth their while to pay their passage back and forth across the Atlantic on large passenger ships just for the money they can pick up cheating at cards. <sighs> Mr. Sin- Mister Sinclair. <clears throat> yes? You were
5: fixing to leave Rushville Center today, weren't you? That's right. It was kind of sudden, wasn't it, you
2: deciding to go today?
5: Yes, quite sudden. Would you mind telling us why you come
2: to that decision out of a clear
5: blue sky?
2: It was purely a personal reason. It became necessary for me to return to New York at once. Ah. Uh, hmm.
5: Well, I think that's enough for today. You and uh, Miss Morrison have uh, worked together for a long time, ain't you, Mr. Sinclair? That's right. Um, Well, I think we'll call it quits now for today. You'll stick around, won't you, Mr. Sinclair, till the coroner's inquest?
2: When do you think that's likely to
5: be, Constable?
2: Well, I
5: don't know just yet. Shouldn't be too long. I'm just waiting for the coroner to set the date.
4: We, Jerusalem, Ma, you mean Banker Pendleton just sat right there all through it and told Jim what to say?
3: It was frightening, Shuffle. To see men that you'd known most of your life, to see them sitting there like spiders trying to spin a web.
4: Well, what are they trying to prove, Ma?
3: Well, Banker Pendleton told me at noontime that he wasn't at all satisfied about the story Mr. Sinclair told about how the poor man come to meet his death last
4: night. Mm.
3: He said they were going to find the truth. Even if it meant showing a murder. Sweet
4: Jerusalem on a bicycle, murder?
3: The worst of it, Shuffle. I got a feeling...
4: What, Ma? What kind of a feeling? About what?
3: Well, I I haven't thought of murder. My mind don't run to that. But but I got a feeling that there is more to this than we've been told.
4: You're thinking of Joseph again, Ma?
3: He left the house last night a half hour before that man was found dead. He come home 20 minutes later. Where was he meanwhile? Here's Banker Pendleton talking about murder. It's no wonder that I keep thinking. What does Joseph know about it? You're right, it's white. It's that new
0: Oxidol white.
1: Today, new white Oxidol gives you a wash that's whiter than ever before the whitest wash in Oxidol history. So don't put off trying this whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. You don't need a bright sunny drying day to get a sparkling white wash with new white Oxidol, even when you dry your clothes inside. New white Oxidol gives you the cleanest wash it's possible to get from any soap in the world. The whitest Oxidol wash you've ever had or seen.
0: You're right, it's white. It's that new Oxidol white.
1: And as long as you keep using new white Oxidol, that whiteness will stay in your wash for the life of your clothes. Your colored things come out positively radiant, too. New white Oxidol is truly safe for washable colors. Now, your dealer has new white Oxidol now. So get a package today for sure. It's the greatest Oxidol Procter & Gamble ever offered. The whiter, whiter soap for a whiter, whiter wash. Well goaded by Banker Pendleton, Constable Jim Tookie seems determined to get to the bottom of the death of the mysterious stranger. And he really pulls a rabbit out of a hat when he springs the news he's got a line on who the dead man really was. Tomorrow. But now this is Charlie Warren inviting you to listen again tomorrow to Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. Same time, same station.